You're traveling through another dimension, it is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call wonder horror. Beware. How'd you do it? How'd you first ghost? Out for a run. Alone. Something we're never supposed to do. Ursa D. Camels. Right in front of me. I go for my cutlass. Shoots his pincer. Right through my shoulder. Next thing I know, we're over the cliff, falling. 30 meters, straight down, into the river. We settle, onto the bottom. It's on top of me. But it's not moving. And I realize, He's trying to drown me. I'm thinking I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I cannot believe this is how I'm gonna die. I can see my blood bubbling up, mixing with the sunlight, shining through the water. Think, wow, that's really pretty. And everything slows down. I see his pincer through my shoulder, and I decide I don't want that in there anymore. So I pull it out. And he lets me go. And more than that, I can tell. It can't find me. Doesn't even know where to look. And it dawned on me. Fear 
is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity, Katara. Now do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. We are all telling ourselves a story. And that day mine changed. Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make. Creepy and scary episodes by Wonder Soul. For the month of October, I, Beardy Buddha, will be bringing you some chilling Halloween themed shows to get you into the haunting spirit. <laughs> Today's spectacular episode is number 32 Fear. Beware, you're in for a scary. Alright, alright, I can't can't do that the whole episode and I will not I'm sorry if that was a little cringy but I thought I'd get us into the spooky spirit by starting that episode that way so anyways hope everybody's doing good welcome to another episode of Wondersoul um but these are the wonder horror series that I wanted to do throughout the month of October um for anyone who doesn't know I love October. I was born in October. I love Halloween. I love all things creepy, spooky, and scary. And I have always admired anybody, podcast YouTubers alike, who do Halloween-themed episodes on their channels and stuff. And I wanted to uh, do that as well. So this is it. So like I said in the intro, today's episode is about fear. So I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. So to begin, I wanted to read you this quote that you probably have heard before. Um, It goes, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. All right, now that I did that, 
Let me give you guys a little backdrop, okay? So when I was a kid, uh, like young, young, I remember my uncle would watch horror movies with me, or I would watch horror movies with him. I can't remember how it was. Either way, the main point out of all that is there'd be movies like Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, uh, gosh, who knows how many. I can't remember them all because I was so young, but I remember I would get so scared, and I would try to cover my eyes, and this guy would take my hands uh, away from covering my eyes and I'd have like I'd be peeking here and there and I would see things and I would hear it still and it would just fuck me up I remember not only just because of that but because I was kind of exposed to like horror movies when I was young like the Nightmare on Elm Streets those really 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 messed me up uh, I would not go to sleep certain nights I just lay in bed afraid to go to to go to sleep pretty much because I was afraid that I'd have a nightmare or Freddy Cougar would get me and uh, yeah that that started a whole trend of like little silly fears that I've even carried to a certain degree all the way till now at my age uh, as an adult um, which is funny though because it just shows like the things that happen when you're growing up as a kid how they kind of thread and get um, attached to your personality and psyche um, growing up. And then it takes you like thinking about it and pointing it out uh, to really fall back on, oh, that's why I'm afraid of this. This is why. It was because back then such and such almost like traumatized me. But um there's no hard feelings towards my uncle for that. It's just always been funny. He used to always want to fuck with me when it came to like scaring me and making fun of me and calling me different names back then. But uh, it's all love. Um, but I really wanted to get into fear. Um, I think that it is the best topic to start off these, uh, these episodes um, because there's silly fears ones that really are our imagination uh well most of it is our imagination in general but you know it's fears of things that are not real like me being afraid of freddy cougar and uh if you're afraid of like chucky or jason Voorhees or michael myers or anything like that or pennywise the clown stuff like that that's not technically real they're not real people they're not gonna pop up and murder you so you having a fear of them and getting like physical and emotional reactions to their characters is in a way silly right but then you have things like real life fears you have um, the fear of failure the fear of commitment uh, the fear of being embarrassed uh, you have phobias like people are afraid of spiders or snakes or heights and you know fear is just a a topic that really gets focused on in October you know obviously because of Halloween uh, it's just a spooky time of year but I was like mentioning it to a couple of friends recently I was thinking it's funny how we go through this like uh, I guess uh, like a rhythm every year of come October it's all about being scared facing your fears getting spooked out then come November it's all about giving thanks being uh, grateful and showing gratitude and then that also kind of like 
falls into the month of December where we're into Christmas, those kind of holidays, you know, Hanukkah, all Kwanzaa, all sorts of stuff is happening. And it's more of like a season of giving, a season of reflection. There's just a, it's like this like routine that we go through every year. And then obviously we jump into January and everybody's like, it's a new year. We're going to start fresh, right? And people start creating goals. And there's a fear that gets threaded out in January where you're setting goals and you're afraid to like fail. Uh, You're afraid to try something and not succeed, right? So it's, it's this thing that that is threaded throughout our daily life, um, young, old, doesn't matter. I think fear is so relevant in our brains, in our psyche, and it came all the way from back in the back in the back in the day when we had cavemen, our ancestors, you know, that whole group of people, how they were survivors. They were out there surviving against saber-toothed tigers, you know, scary life and death situations. And they had to have fear as a defense mechanism, as something that would allow them to live another day. And, you know, obviously most of us are privileged enough to not deal with the fear of a saber-toothed tiger killing us anytime we go outside of uh, our homes or anything like that. But, you know, it's in our DNA, it's in our like genetic makeup that we still have this fear, this defense mechanism uh, in our brain that has now like evolved and taken different shapes and forms that still bring out the same responses that real dangerous fear uh, does when you encounter that like when your body uh, is when you're afraid your body shows physical symptoms it's not just like you're thinking i'm afraid your body's reacting to it it's doing things and uh so i thought like you know for the month of october i definitely want to get into like more specific uh topics you know something like haunted places ghost stories aliens conspiracy theories urban legends and some serious ones like death and anxiety stuff like that but um i thought fear would be the great jumping off point so um, if you read Wonder Thoughts, which is uh, this weekly letter that I've started this uh, past Sunday, sending out to anybody who listens, who's connected with me on social media and stuff, um, I wrote in there that I was giving you guys a sneak preview of this episode in a way. I've been working on this episode all weekend. Uh, I've been trying to relax on the weekends, work on some other stuff. And just record during the week. Um, even though today is uh, Columbus Day and most people are off work or something like that, you know, to me it's no different. So, anyways, I've had a lot of time to let this topic of fear marinate. And uh, I've been wrestling with it and also asking different people different questions, getting their opinions and perspectives. And um, one of the things that I challenged myself. In order to do this episode the way I wanted to was I took a piece of paper and I wrote down at the top, what am I afraid of? 
and then I just started thinking about my fears real unreal it didn't matter if I was afraid of it in some way large or small I wanted to write it down I wanted to physically look at it and see it um, it, it does help to think about it but then I would probably forget it so I just wanted to make sure that I wrote it down and I try to write a lot of things down all the time and I definitely that's like a tip for you off side note is to write things down take notes um, I was never good at that at school so <laughs> that's just something that I want to throw out there for you guys but uh, anyways so I wrote down this list and it really surprised me and I don't even think that I'm finished honestly I just like filled up a page and I was like ooh it's a full page I'm, I'm good now and I was really surprised about the amount of things that I'm actually afraid of. I almost like came to this conclusion. I was like, wow, if somebody asked me on one hand, what are you thankful for? And what are you afraid of? I might have more things that I'm afraid of than I am thankful for. Not realistically. I think more of like the, the thoughts of what I'm afraid of would come quicker. I'd be able to list those out uh, faster than, you know, oh, I'm thankful for this. Now, obviously, like I told you guys in the gratitude episode, I am still like writing down every morning when I wake up, you know, what I'm thankful for. I hope that any of you guys have tried that. It's definitely made a, a good uh, impact in my life uh, as of recently and hopefully into the near future. But so that would be different for me a little bit now. But either way, it just kind of shows that, wow, this is the stuff that I really think about a lot. I may not go, I am afraid of this, and then list whatever it is, but I also think about it a lot. There's a lot of situations or things that I avoid or I try to prepare myself for. Like, I know personally I have like almost a defense mechanism of if I can think of what could go wrong and prepare my mind for that, then I can go and do stuff and, and have a sense of ease. Because of, I don't like being caught off guard. I don't like things to just like pop up and like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. Now what am I going to do? Oh crap. I like to at least like address it, which is not the best habit to have because you're still thinking about it. It's taking up your energy and your thoughts to even address that something that could happen that may not happen you know still give it your attention so um i guess what i could do is since i brought that up is let me pull out that piece of paper here and i'll kind of just read this list and um like i said i i really encourage you to do the same you don't have to tell anybody what you're afraid of uh like i am about to but um you know it's it's more for your personal use um but I'll, I'll go through some of these and I might like go into depth with uh, certain ones. But all right. So like I said, it says, what am I afraid of? All right. So here we go. The dark, the unknown, Freddy Krueger, panic attacks, heart attacks, dying too soon, failure, disappointment, uh, commitment to a certain point, uh, bugs like cockroaches and spiders. I don't like those at all. Uh, freak accidents, kind of like if you've ever seen the movie Final Destination. Um, creepy videos, uh, having no purpose or joy or meaning, uh, ending up alone, 
making a mistake that I can't fix, like doing something that has life um, alter, like it just fucks up everything and I can't fix it. Um, let's see, not doing enough, being lazy, falling in line, uh, working my life away, being regretful and growing up with uh, resentment, uh, being embarrassed, secrets being told, caught doing something shameful, being caught off guard, an addiction, wasting time, life, and or opportunities. And that's just like the list right there. Uh, that's a lot more, I would say, realistic fears than unrealistic fears. Like, obviously, like I told you guys in the beginning, Freddy Cougar, that dude just freaks me out, even though he's kind of silly now. Uh, just that whole aspect of not being able to know if I was dreaming or not. And then something happening and like if you die in your dreams you die in real life that always those fucked me up uh the dark now i'm it, it the dark i'm weird about it depends um i usually go to sleep with like some noise whether it's a fan uh a podcast something i used to fall asleep with the tv on i don't do that anymore i don't have a tv in my bedroom but i i would always need some noise something like going on the stillness and the lack of sight in the dark my imagination just runs wild um and i try not to let it but if i like open my eyes and stare into like the dark corners of my room i start to like think that oh shit what is that so i start to kind of freak myself out lately i've been putting on a podcast going to sleep and I'll even have like my salt rock lamp on. Uh, so it's basically like my night light. So don't at me. Don't make fun of me. But it's just on low. It kind of sets like a nice peaceful relaxing mood for me. And it allows me to sleep better. And um, I understand that you won't, you won't always have the opportunity to sleep or do things in, you know, with light and stuff. And I understand that. Uh, so I've been able to adapt over the years. But, um, you know, it, it kind of goes into, like, the fear of the unknown. Like, if I can't see it, like, I don't know what it is or what's out there. I don't like the thought of thinking, like, something is, like, standing at the end of my bed looking at me while I'm sleeping. But I can't fucking see it. So I'm a little freaked out. And that's just my imagination, honestly. It just runs into that if I let it. Um, let's see. Let me just go down some of these things. Because you can kind of group a lot of these up but like panic attacks uh, uh heart attacks dying too soon that's like a group category panic attacks I'll, i'm gonna go into when i do the anxiety episode uh this month hopefully and um but i've had one of those before and i don't know if any of you listening have it is not a fun experience by any means and you basically feel like you're dying so i'll go into like that in more depth like at a later date um heart attacks i don't know i just feel like the heart is such a crucial organ to your body that you you lose that or your brain or something like that you're kind of like in a between a rock and a hard place honestly so i've just got this like oh shit that's like that's very crucial i don't want to like screw that up you know if you read the wonder thoughts i've went into depth about dying too soon and stuff like that you know just i've most of us would probably have had a experience in life where someone we love or someone close to us was taken from us too soon 
and um, that sucks and then also to be that person that would suck because we know what it's like to be on the other side of that and just death in general can be a really tricky subject for most people um, failure and disappointment and embarrassment those can all kind of be grouped up you know you don't nobody really likes to disappoint anybody you know it's kind of like when your parents would not say they're mad at you they're, they're disappointed in you that just is like a tougher pill to swallow and um, it, it, not even just disappointing other people disappointing myself I think like if you think about what your potential is and what you think you could really do if you tried hard uh, you don't want to disappoint yourself um, you don't want to fail consistently or fail to the point of no return but I have been facing that fear of failure by living by this motto of fail often fail early and fail forward so it's okay to fail as long as you're trying to improve you're not going to be perfect at anything right off the the bat and um you know people really try to avoid things that they think that they could fail at and I did that and still do that to some degree with a lot of different things but I'm, I'm starting to like chip at that that boulder and um, so there's that and um, embarrassment obviously <laughs> no one wants to be embarrassed do you think of like the amount of worrying and anxiety that you feel like in social situations or out in public or whatever where you feel like you'll be embarrassed maybe when you were growing up you had a a memory of a time where you really were embarrassed um, and people laughed at you you know it was just a very humiliating experience and that can that can scar you in a way that can really fuck you up you have to really address those things or it will kind of trap you in a in a state of avoidance where you don't want to be even close to any kind of situation that might bring you to a state of embarrassment so and, you know, just trying things and fear of judgment, you know, like, oh, what if people think it's stupid, you know, and you find yourself embarrassed. But let's see. Uh, obviously, like creepy crawlies. Nobody really likes those. Some people do. And shout out to you. Uh, that's cool. Um, I know that they can't really hurt me all the time. It's not that. It's just like the 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 feeling, the the look and appearance of like spiders or cockroaches and the fact that i've read uh, an article where it said like oh so many bugs like you swallow so many in your sleep they just kind of crawl on you when you're in bed and they just like grow go right into your mouth and that just kind of you know makes me a little unsettled um but you know i've had to like conquer that fear face that fear often you know because in my living situation right now if there's like a spider in the house or something like a cockroach like i gotta address it and usually i'd be the one that's like no i'm good i'm good <laughs> so um let's see looking at like no purpose joy or, or meaning that's just deeper stuff you know just kind of coming to a conclusion that life has no purpose or you have no meaning uh in this life that would suck um making a mistake that i can't fix you know i think mistakes are only a mistake if you don't learn from it but there's certain mistakes that you can make where even if you learn from it you're being punished for it and there's no second chances there's no coming back from that and that can make people 
choose certain things very carefully because you don't want to even put yourself in a situation where a mistake like that is possible because it's like you're at the point of no return. Um, you know, I think everyone has made a shit ton of mistakes in their life, <laughs> some more costly than others. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you haven't made one that you can't bounce back from and learn from. But I know that I've made a ton of mistakes. And it's really only when you look back, do you realize like, ah, oh, fuck, I wish I would have done something different. I wish I would have chose this over this or whatever. But hopefully it's not like you're like in a position where you can't course correct and you can't redeem yourself. So it's just really the ones you can't fix. Um, like not doing enough, being lazy. Um, those are more of like, if I want to do something, if there's something in my life that I really want or feel like I could do as far as like a dream or, uh, some goal, and I'm not doing enough or uh, I become very complacent and lazy, that's something that I know that is a weakness of mine in the past and that I have had uh, plenty of things like opportunities probably erased because of those uh, traits. I, wouldn't, I don't know if they're really traits, but you know, just kind of like a habit of doing that. So it's a fear of myself, a fear for myself that I will almost slide back into that state and so i'm really conscious of that and uh so try not to be lazy but you can't like that's that's where it would fall into um working yourself to death like i know there's a, a handful of people in my personal life that um that i know work way too much that are hard workers yes their work ethic is top notch of course i'm not demeaning that and if you're listening to this and that sounds like you i applaud you uh but i also know that life isn't just work especially if it's like the type that is draining you it's at the cost of so much um maybe you're not even getting paid enough to work as much as you do and maybe you're losing time with family with friends for yourself and before you know it you're an old man or woman and you just look back at your life and you go well fuck i just worked that's really it there was some moments here and there but most of it was work and you know yes we have a responsibility to work on something while we are alive there's no just lifelong vacation um but you have to find some kind of balance and you know being productive and going the extra mile that's great shit but you need to know like all right i need to cut back take a break or if i do extra maybe the next time i'll do less just to kind of make up for it keep that balance because you don't want the stress the fatigue that comes with overworking yourself you'll lose so much more than you gain from working that that amount so just keeping that in mind that's something that i tried not to uh you know find out that that's the position i'm in you know um but that also falls into like the falling in line and uh being regretful and growing up with resentment that's just something where i don't want to disappoint myself fail and and then grow up and 
kind of have that attitude of like, oh, I, I was meant to do this, or I could have done that, but I didn't, and I'm, I'm taking it out on you, I'm angry, ah. but there's like a fear of that, like I really don't want that to be me, I don't want to be a grumpy old man, I want to be a cool old man, I want to be like a, a Dumbledore Gandalf type, where I can just like laugh, and be wise and <laughs> just have a good time and reflect on life in a more of a positive outlook than this like get off my grass young man or something like that so um uh, i think you know with secrets being told or caught doing something shameful or being caught off guard any of those like obviously we live in a time where a lot of people give out all their information you know willingly they don't have much privacy um there's not a lot of secrets and we do see a lot in the news where stuff comes out and secrets are exposed and people are um faced with the um, with the unfortunate uh, position of having to deal with that you know that's why i've really tried to amp up my honesty for good or you know for good or for worse i guess like i don't know it's just something that i feel like if i am honest now i won't be caught in a lie later and even if the the truth or the truth that i believe in or speak um, comes back to haunt me in some way at least it's something that i feel is true whether than or, or rather than me having to try to cover up a lie you know, so if people call you out on stuff and you know it's true, it's just easier in a way to just go with it than to try to add more and more garbage to what's already a pile, you know? So that's just something. I mean, I understand, like, secrets are almost like a thing that don't exist that much anymore. Um, there's very few people that can keep a secret. And usually if, if it's a secret of your own, you fear the, – the fear of that secret coming out in ways that is not on your terms probably is the fear that is the greatest when it comes to that. Um, it's, it's the fear of what, what will people think or what will happen. Is it a mistake that I know that if people found out – not saying like oh i'm gonna go to jail or something crazy like that but you know there's things that people will hear and then their outlook on you could change and you won't be able to really bounce back from that or it will be very difficult so there's there's really that and you know there's just so many people uh in in pop culture entertainment stuff like that that get exposed for so many things that from their past or um currently and you know it's just like hey we need to take note and learn lessons from these examples it's unfortunate but you know it's just the the, the world we live in right now so um uh, well let me wrap up the uh, the list i got here but um you know being caught off guard like i said like i spent a lot of energy and time trying to be prepared for the worst like if i'm in that in a car traveling uh when i go places i'm just like yo this and this and this could happen i need to be on guard for it and okay now i thought of it now i can go about doing my thing so yeah it's not all the time but it's it's a good bit you know and i've tried to be more 
mindful of that in those thoughts so I can kind of tone it down. It's okay to be like on guard about things. I think that's natural. You know, just like we were talking about in the beginning when it came to our ancestors, you know, back in the wild, you have to be prepared for the worst because if you get too relaxed, you it could be your life. And and that's unfortunately still true today in some societies and, and areas and cultures and stuff. So it's still very much a human thing um, when it comes to like survival. I mean, you never know when something could happen. And that's the unknown. And that's like something coming from left field and just rocking your world and so i think that that's a pretty common fear when it comes to thinking about that um as far as like you know hey you know i'm pretty sure everybody to some extent doesn't just walk around feeling like nothing can go wrong nothing's gonna happen i think they always take something into account so yeah like i said I haven't even finished this list. I still would like to add a few more things. And maybe those are the things that I won't say, um, uh, you know, on these episodes or something like that. I try to be as open as I can with y'all and just to let you know really honestly what I'm thinking or feeling. And uh, hopefully that makes you feel more comfortable to do that as well. Um, but I also respect and understand when people want to, you know, keep a lot of that stuff to themselves. Um, so yeah, yeah. At some time in the month of October, it'd be really cool if you guys did that. Um, and just let me know if you do, you don't have to tell me what's on your list, but just kind of think about that as, as we go through the, uh, spooky month of October and just, what are you, what are you afraid of? Um, you'll be really surprised, I think. When it comes to fear, though, there's different types, obviously. Like I said, there's phobias, which are like extreme fears of like particular animals, things, places, situations, stuff like that. I don't think I have a phobia. Like some people are afraid of like tight, close spaces, uh, fear of heights, um, what else i mean there's so many i mean really there's a phobia probably for any and everything out there um i don't think i have one and if i do i'll let y'all know but if you do let me know what the difference is between having a phobia personally than just being afraid of something or if you were ever scared like a jump scare watching a scary movie or something what's the difference when it comes to that is it just like a very intense strong overwhelming fear that just did it happen when you were younger is it something that happened at any point in your life like a memory that's just stuck with you and scarred you in a weird way uh let me know because i don't know much about phobia so i don't want to talk too much about it and the more i looked into it I, i realized like wow there's a phobia for everything so you know hey there's people that probably have a phobia of pencils or you know tvs who knows there's there's something out there for everyone and i'm not making if that's you i'm not making fun of you i'm just i'm using it as an example of how wide that range of fears um can evolve into so you know uh let's see anxiety like i said is a type of fear obviously when you worry and uh i want to do an episode on that 
and it also translates into like panic attacks stuff like that and i know a lot of people including myself deal with some levels of anxiety sorry i got a little tongue tied there but that's that's a little weird to me and that's why i'm so interested in the topic of anxiety i've known a couple people personally that really had high anxieties um and it's also something that in today's world you almost feel like there should be less of right there should be less fears and less anxieties and yet there's more so why is that so we'll get into a whole episode of it on anxiety here in the future um just plugging that let's see but when it comes to fear uh there's a lot that i want to go over still okay so sorry if i'm kind of dragging out but hey that's what it is let me go through my notes hope y'all are doing good hope y'all enjoying this episode so far just a little halfway point checkpoint if you uh if you're thirsty or hungry there's snacks in the uh in the lobby you know please take this time to go go check that out and as i flip through these pages okay so obviously i think everybody's heard the quote nothing to fear but fear itself right do y'all believe that's true because I, I i do i think that fear is more of our mind and our imagination that most of the things that we fear are either not even with us at that moment in time um like if you feel anxious like oh i gotta do this interview tomorrow you're laying in bed all night freaking out you're you're that's fear right but you're in your room in your bed completely safe hopefully comfortable so what's what's the deal with that like why does it have such a lasting effect on us is it our minds well honestly if you're thinking about something and you're starting to feel a certain way so you know that's why they say that like that there is nothing really to fear but fear itself because fear can be really anything it can take any shape or, or form um i love this whole um way of looking at it i don't know if it's like an analogy or whatever but people say that fear is false evidence appearing real and if you really it's kind of cool how it's f-e-a-r so that's a good way to remember it but that's very true it's um you're 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 telling yourself a story in a way where you're making up what could happen what's what could go wrong and it's like you're giving it so much power control and energy that it almost seems real to you in that moment even before you do something even um if you have like a fear of spiders and somebody's putting a spider up close to you or even putting it on you there's a fear maybe of oh no i know that there's a spider on me but what if that spider bites me like what if it crawls in my mouth like what's you know you start playing with these like scenarios of this could go wrong oh shit <laughs> so but that's like you're giving yourself uh false evidence and you're convincing yourself your body your mind that it's real and it's going to happen or there's a very high chance and that's something that allows you to start to look at fear in a different way that yes there's like the spooky and the, the jump scares there's all that but like as you really dissect and dive deep into the concept of fear where it comes from 
and what your personal fears are, you can start really gaining back some control and power uh, over that fear. They say that a man who fears suffering already suffers what he fears. Because you're going through suffering because you uh, through the avoidance of fear. So a man who fears suffering, if you fear suffering, pain, rejection, any of those things, really oh, there's so much that can fall into the category of suffering. But if you fear that, you already are suffering because fear in itself can be suffering or it really is suffering and um so you need to be aware of that you need to have that kind of awareness where you're not trying to avoid all the things that you fear you can't have that be a habit or a part of you where you're constantly looking out for the things you fear and doing everything in your ability to make sure that you don't ever come across them or put yourself in a situation or a location where that fear can be realized. You, you can't do that. You're going to find yourself missing out on a ton of life. You're going to find yourself missing out on a ton of opportunities and you're going to cut your life short in so many different ways. So, you know, if you have a fear of, um, you know, going through something bad or something like that, and that's like very vague but you having that fear is already you're already suffering it's like when people say the term of or the quote of like you you know becoming the very thing that you hate you know you are in turn by avoiding this becoming this it's it's kind of weird how life works in that but you know you just can't avoid fear you have to face your fears um that brings me into this other part um, of overcoming your fear. Now, this is coming from somebody who's uh, not, a, not the, the most courageous uh, individual that walks this earth at all, um, who still is afraid of tons of things, as I've read off to you just earlier. But I think it is a cool tool to um, equip yourself with. When it comes to if you're going to look at fear and your personal fears, okay, let's go through the steps. You give them a name. You are now looking into yourself. You're being honest with yourself and you're thinking, okay, what am I honestly afraid of? You write it down. So now you can look at it and face it. Okay. So it's all about knowing yourself. If you don't know yourself, if you don't take time to know yourself, if you're not honest with yourself, and sometimes, to be frank, you can't always do that on your own. You're going to need some help. You're going to need some people that you trust that can reflect back to you with honesty that, hey, yeah, here's this and this and this. Because it's really hard to see a lot of things on our own. We need someone in our group of friends, family, whoever, that are gonna be able to call us out and keep us true. And that way, you can come to some realizations of some fears that maybe you didn't even know you really had until somebody looked at you and told you, yeah, man, I think, or yeah, you have a problem with this, or it seems like you're afraid of this based off of these decisions and stuff. And one second, let me, let me take a drink of water real quick.
Mm. Sorry. When I get to talking, I feel like my throat's getting drier and drier. And I've heard in certain episodes where it seems a little raspy. So I'm trying to take the occasional break to uh, stop and refresh. But anyways, back to back to the uh, overcoming fear and knowing yourself. Uh, that's That's something that's not only just a fear thing. You want to know who you are. Life is like this discovery process of figuring out who you are. It doesn't matter how much you know about some other, somebody else, someone famous, whatever. You can know their whole Wikipedia page. What's it, what's it serve you? You need to come up with your own Wikipedia page for yourself. And I'm sure there will be a category that is um, your fears, your weaknesses. That's basically what they become, your restrictions on life. So you need to know yourself. You need to really have that thought process going on occasionally and giving it more time and attention than you probably have in the past. By doing so, you're going to be able to know what you fear and why you fear it. That is very important. It's one thing to just say, uh, I know that I'm afraid of this. Well, why? Really start to peel back the layers and start to think to yourself, when did I start fearing this? When did this start happening? Why did it start happening? What caused it to happen? Was it a, a, a like a real life situation that subconsciously threaded through my brain and now like every time I see this or this happens, I, I freak out? <laughs> Is it that? I mean, like I said, with the example of uh, my uncle and me watching horror movies when I was a kid, there's so much that happens in our youth that makes such a lasting impact on our personalities and on our characters um, that it takes that you rewire your brain. You have to consciously choose to do that. There are so many people that walk Earth and whatever happened between the ages of 0 to 18 and even beyond that, they just take it. They don't try to change it. They don't try to address it. They don't try to uh, face it. It's all, it is what it is. And they tend to never face those ugly, bad moments in their life. They never face their fears. They don't try to adjust qualities of themselves that are holding them back or that they know they don't like about themselves and that they could change if they really wanted to don't be one of those individuals i i have in the past i have today uh i'm still trying to address different things from my past from my present moving into the future you know and uh, it's just very important. And that's like one of the ways to uh, overcome your fear. You, you have to face them. You have to really call them out, know what they are. It's like when you start giving something power by avoiding it, by being paralyzed into fear, you're making that very thing that you fear become stronger and more powerful. And it gains even more control over you and that's not right. That's not fair, right? So why don't you, by addressing it, by looking it in its eyes, if it doesn't have eyes, you know what I'm saying, but just really proving to yourself that you can, 
start building yourself back up and gaining back that confidence that that was stripping away from you. It, it makes a world of a, of a difference. It's not just like, okay, I'm afraid of this like completely unrealistic thing. That's great too, because then you can start to go, okay, they're fake, that's all makeup, that's not real, such and such is not an actual thing that can happen, blah, 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 blah. You start doing that, then you get to like walk around with a little bit more of uh, an ease to you. But there's also the, the fears uh, in real life that once you start to face those, wow like the confidence the 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 ability to be comfortable in your own skin is such a amazing feeling the peace of mind that comes with not having to worry about something anymore is a beautiful feeling those are the things that you should want and could have so why not the hardest things i feel are the right things most of the time and it's always easier said than done. Listening to me talk about this, me talking almost like I've done it, I, I haven't done it all at all. I, I'm, I'm learning every day and I'm, I'm trying to take my own medicine, my own advice, and um, it's difficult. It's easier for me to sit behind this mic and talk to you right now and tell you like, yeah, go out there and face your fears. But I like on that list that I read out earlier, there's so much on that list that because I've even just named it has given me a little bit of power back and has given me a little bit of motivation to at least try to do something about it. And there's a lot on that list that I haven't done shit about, but I know about it. And that's like, you need to know your enemy, you know, sometimes and most of the time we are our own worst enemy but like i heard a really cool quote in a les brown thing and it said it's like an african proverb but it said like if there is no enemy within then the enemy on the outside can do us no harm because that's the first obstacle and anything is you overcoming yourself you know like that part of you that is holding so much bat because you have a fear you're terrified of failure you're terrified of certain social situations certain locations situations in general um certain people certain anything so much that it's holding you back you're never experiencing that and it's most of those things there's so much positive that it outweighs the negative and we in our brains and through fear we focus on that negative we start thinking to ourselves like well if i go to this party only bad things are going to happen what if you go to that party and you meet like the love of your life what if you have the time of your life what if you just have a good time and then you go to another one you know what are you got to weigh out the pros and cons but i'm sure that if you really were honest you'd find probably more pros with a lot of things and it's like for us to focus on the negatives and the cons. Like I told you earlier, if someone asked me, all right, right off the top of your dome, tell me what are the things that you're afraid of and what are the things that you're thankful for? And it would almost be because I focus so much on the, the negative sometimes that I'd be able to like, oh, well, <laughs> let me tell you. I. I I don't want to be embarrassed. Uh, I fear failure. I feel I fear this, this, and that. 
and they'd be like, all right, hold, hold up. So are, what about being thankful? And I'd be like, oh, shit. Um, hold up. <laughs> Let me think for a minute. You know, that's that's not the goal of this experience in life. You know, I think that it's just so obvious that fear rules so much of what we do and what we don't do. And that no matter what, you can always find something for some reason that is holding you back and it's really because you're afraid of the outcome. You're afraid of what's not even real. Your imagination is like freezing you in place. So you gotta overcome these fears. Usually when people are afraid, I wrote down some of the things that happens. Like I said earlier, your body reacts. Your mind sends messages through your body and says, oh shit, we're either in danger or something's happening that's not right. I don't feel comfortable. Oh crap. And here are some of the, the physical feelings that you get when you're afraid. Uh, tense mus muscles, my bad. Dry mouth, which I'm currently having right now. Uh, hot and cold sweats, dizzy. Uh, can't eat, frozen or paralyzed in place, Br uh, you breathe heavy and fast, your heart beats fast, uh, you feel weak, and your stomach feels yucky. Um, those are usually the, uh, the signs that, oh shit, I'm afraid of something, or this is not cool, get me out of here, kind of signals that your brain is starting to make your body react to when it comes to like facing fears, dealing with fears, or even being in a terrifying or scary position, whether it's watching a, a scary movie or being in a like real life scary um, environment or um, you know s situation, right? So those are some of the things that you can start to look at and look for when you're like, oh, I'm not really afraid of that, but hey, if your body's doing that, or most of what's you know on that list, something's something's up, okay? Um, when, when it comes to fear though one of the biggest things about it and because it deals with the imagination I fear I, or I feel gosh I've been saying fear so much I, I started saying it for feel um, I feel that it's usually dealing with something unfamiliar like the, the whole concept of people fear what they don't know uh, the unknown like the mystery and uncertainty of so much i think that's really at the base of so many of our um, insecurities and our fears in life and uh, the only way to know the unknown is to learn and research and discover if you avoid all that you, you you'll never do that so it's your responsibility to yourself to those around you to step out of your comfort zone into the unknown and do something about it. I'm sure you'll come out better than you were before. Um, it's, just a, it's just a fear of life. That's what it basically comes down to. You start racking up all these things that you fear when you write these down and you start looking at them, think of how each and every one of those is holding you back from doing what you want to do, being who you want to be, 
and be honest with yourself. I mean, there's a lot of fears I know, especially when we get into like stuff like phobias and stuff, that you really need professional help. You're gonna need more than just like, all right, I'm gonna face my fears and go out there and do whatever it is, and you'll you'll come out on the other side. I know, like I said, it's easier said than done, but even just thinking about it, uh, almost plants a seed that um, could grow into something beautiful. So I know that there's a lot of people that deal with like things like anxiety and there's really like a weird way of like describing anxiety and how people deal with it um i know i understand that and i don't want to get that confused where i think that oh if you're afraid of something you can just do this and everything's gonna be okay i, I understand but just remember that if there is something that you can do that it is holding something back from you and could be the best thing ever in your life but because you're paralyzed and you're afraid of embarrassment, you're afraid of what people think, you're afraid of failure, that you'll never know. And it, once you do try something and you suck at it <laughs> and you never get better and you fail and you fail and you fail and you fail but you never improve or whatever and you really, or you really feel like you gave it your best shot, you tried, you tried really hard. At least you know and you can move on, right? Now you don't even have to deal with that fear. That fear is not a pl uh, uh, this plus this equals we don't know. Now you know. The answer, the solution is now in the light. And it's no longer in the darkness. And the, the one thing that I'd say would be ideal in a perfect, like in a perfect world is they always say like, well, every day do one thing that scares you well what do you mean by that <laughs> you know like i'm not gonna go like hunt down cockroaches and spiders and go well today i gotta find something i'm scared of no it's not like that it's just keep that in mind of what there is out there in the world that you're avoiding or that scares you and try to like put yourself in those uncomfortable situations and see how you uh how you come out i'm sure you'll live hopefully i don't know what it is that you're fearing but <laughs> you know if it's something like people that have social anxiety going into places with maybe large amounts of people or um stage fright you know going talking speaking in public things like that right maybe challenge yourself to put yourself in a situation that would expose you to those kind of conditions and see what happens and 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 then go from there and do it again in like three months or six months or, or, or just put it down where you're going to try again and see how you progress and how you evolve because uh, that's the only way you're going to know is by putting yourself out there but it really comes down to like rewiring your brain you need to look at your mental state when it comes to so many different things and do whatever you can to make sure that you take those wires and you unhook them here and you plug them up here and do your research learn face these fears you don't even have to do them on your own there's so many people out there that could help you there's people that you probably know 
I'm sure there's at least one person that would love to help you improve. They would love to lift you up and see you uh, succeed in an area that you feel like you could fail or you're always going to fail. There's got to be somebody. And you could be that person for somebody else too. If you know somebody that you know uh, is going through something or is you know, dealing with some kind of fear or that, encourage them to face that. Lend them a hand. Be with them when they go through it. You know, they'll thank you. They may be really resistant at first, but I'm sure that they'll go, thank you for pushing me towards facing this because, wow, it wasn't that bad. Or look what I did. I actually could do that. And I didn't know. Or I didn't believe in myself. So it's, you know, it's, it's one thing to do all this on your own. There's so much that you can do on your own. But if I were to wrap anything up when it comes to this episode, I guess it would be that I know for myself that if I'm in a group of people that I trust that I'm comfortable with I can do anything I know that I believe that I could go into a haunted house a spooky abandoned hospital with uh, ghouls and goblins all around I could walk in there with like two even one other person it's easier to do things when you're with other people when you're watching a movie by yourself that's scary it's even scarier because you're by yourself watching it with uh, a theater full of people who are reacting uh, just as you are or watching it with friends or just doing things in life together especially those things that make us uncomfortable that um, we're afraid of and and you know it's really awesome when you have individuals that you know or that are around you that their strengths are your weaknesses and they can lend you that and then vice versa you can lend your strengths to make their weaknesses um go away in a way yeah so yeah that's pretty much all i got to say about fear (laughs) uh this will be the first episode of wonder horror and um it won't be the last i can't wait to do some more spooky episodes with y'all if you have any suggestions or ideas uh please 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 let me know i i like i said i love october i love the fall it cools down the leaves are changing it's just a fun time of the year and it is just wonderful to finally get to do something like this podcast and do it during this time of year and do episodes like this. I'm very excited uh, to continue to come up with like different spooky episodes and I hope that you help me and I hope that you enjoy these and I hope that they get you in the Halloween spirit in some way or another. And um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, Let's see. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Wonder Soul. Uh, this was episode 32, titled Fear. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. If you would like to support Wonder Soul, go ahead and become a Patreon subscriber and receive exclusive benefits. Uh, go ahead and click on the link in the description below. You will also find in the description below a couple other awesome things. Uh, all the social media accounts that you'll find Wonder Soul. Uh, you'll also find uh, the link for T Public. That's 
the website that I am uploading all the designs for the merch for Wondersoul. Right now I'm doing different ideas as far as My Hero Academia, uh, Wonder Horror, which is going to be like a lot of spooky, scary Halloween themed that will probably be limited time. So only for the month of October and then I'll probably pull them from the store. But yes, please keep checking that. I'm uploading as many designs as I can and I'm really excited to like kind of flex those creative muscles when it comes to that and um, you know learn something new and, and challenge myself in that area and I'm also looking for other artists out there um, not saying that I am an artist but you know actual true I can draw artists out there if anybody knows any if you are one listening to this please hit me up let's talk um, I'd love to do actual wonder soul uh, original merch and logos and stuff like that but in the description below hit up that patreon hit up the social media and hit up the merch and yes that does help tremendously um i hope everybody is having a wonderful october i hope that you guys are watching spooky movies decorating having a good uh spooky month of fall uh hopefully it cools down some more it's still pretty hot where i am and yeah yeah until next episode i am bearded buddha this was another episode of wonder soul do good take care peace i'm looking what dr blanton smiley blanton who is a colleague of dr norman vincent peel what he said about fear he said fear is the most subtle and destructive of all human diseases ladies and gentlemen fear kills dreams fear kills hope fear put people in the hospital fear can age you fear ladies and gentlemen can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing but it will paralyze you and it seemed like you're in a hypnotic spell. And I ask you a question, what is the benefit? What's the benefit of allowing fear to hold you back? What's the benefit of giving up on yourself, of not stepping out on life and taking life on? What is the benefit for you? What's the plus in that? It's one of the things I had to ask myself. So I didn't want to make any mistakes. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be perfect the first time I did something. It's not going to happen. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to hurt some folks' feelings. You're going to create some enemies whenever you decide that you want to begin to take life on. You've got to ask yourself, how long am I going to allow this to hold me back? Fear is false evidence appearing real. That is an illusion that we create in our mind. It is a state of mind that can be changed. Look at your life right now. Whatever you've done up to this point in time, your life is working. Whatever you have produced, it came out of you as a result of the kind of person that you have become. It's a result of your choices. It's a result of your consciousness. Now you have to ask yourself, are you satisfied with what you have produced? Is this what you want? Would you like for things to be better than this? Do you believe that you deserve better than this? Or are you content? This is it. You don't have to do everything, anything else. That you already resign yourself in life and say, well, I'm happy. I'm not starving like the people in Calcutta. 
Are you allowing yourself to get off the hook like that? Or do you believe somewhere in the back of your mind or in your heart that there is some other great work for you to do? There's something else that life has for you. I believe that you have to begin to consciously monitor your inner conversation and start talking to yourself. Start building yourself up. Sometimes the only good things you will hear about you are the things that you say to you. Here's something else. Most people are not living their dreams because of fear, ladies and gentlemen. I was in Columbus, Ohio yesterday speaking for a particular Ohio department. A young lady named Karen who greeted me, who organized the event. Very talented, very skillful. And she was talking about she wanted to become involved in the consulting business. I said, why aren't you doing it? I said, you have the abilities. I said, you're not here because they like you. You're here because you're doing the job. You're making things happen. And she came up with all kinds of ideas, but finally she said, I guess I, I can't see myself doing it. I guess I'm afraid. Fear, limited vision, and lack of self-esteem is what keep most people doing things they don't want to do. I was, flew from Columbus, Ohio to Denver, Colorado to a major communications company. And the person that picked me up at the airport told me about the fact that the company was planning on having a major downsizing. And they offered some of the employees there an early retirement and some of them will earn as much as $300,000. And they said, this is the last time that you can take this offer. If you don't do it, when we have the downsizing, you might be among those who will lose their jobs and all you will get is your severance pay. And only 50% of the people who were eligible to take the $300,000 took it. The others were afraid to take a chance on themselves. The others couldn't see themselves beyond that company. They couldn't see life after that company. The same reason that people stay in relationships where they're abused or they're unhappy or it's unfulfilling. They can't see themselves beyond that relationship. They can't see themselves enjoying life without that person. They think that this is all that they can do. The same reason that people get stuck at a certain level in life. They can't see things being better for them. And they think that this is it and this is all they deserve. This is all they've ever seen. It's been passed on to them. And they think that this is it for them. Oh no.